Hi guys. Hola. Buenas noches. Buenos días. It's midnight here in the West Coast. Yeah. Wait. 11 p.m. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> I did it again. Uh, 11 p.m. I think I did that last time. Did you? Yeah. Uh, we took a hiatus. It's been like, what, a week and a half? Two weeks? Almost two. I think about two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. We're filming this on Mother's Day. Filming? Uh, Recording. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh. Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas. Yeah. All the mamas. I know a lot of moms. Yeah, I had to send out a couple of happy Mother's Days to a couple friends. Yikes, I need to do that. <laughs> ah! I love it, yeah. <laughs> There's still time. I told my mom that's the one that matters. <laughs> and I told like my sister and it was funny. We're just like whatever about it. Oh, that's fun. The understanding. Uh yeah. We're not sensitive. But there's I a lot going that. on. There's a lot going on in our lives. Yeah. We're both moving. Well we're moving technically together. That's all we'll say. <laughs> moving. We're moving. And I... It's EDC been, week, week. I've been... Yeah, I've been going through a lot. I feel like... Me, work-wise, I've, I've like, completely restarted my premium. Wow. <laughs> Rebrand? <laughs> I, like, got a new workspace. We're moving to a different ho- place, home. Um, My birthday's coming up. It's EDC week. I have a friend flying in on Friday. We have our group of friends here that we're doing everything with. The house is disorganized. I got drunk yesterday, <laughs> really bad. It's Friday. Oh, yeah. It's Friday. Yikes. I got drunk Friday, really bad. Friday. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's so many little videos. Jesus. There was a lot going on in these past two weeks. Yeah. A lot going on in these past two weeks. And a lot on the internet, too. With Mr. James Charles. Oh, JC. <laughs> he who will not be named uh, <laughs> that's fun that was hella drama that's like one of the biggest scandals but I feel like as far as I don't know I've been wanting to film I've been wanting to record there's been a lot I've been wanting to talk oh about. really I think so oh I've been tired I'm sorry oh it's okay <laughs> We were on, on we were on we were on the way home and I was like can we wait until we're back in the house? You had a big work change too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I'm trying to take my job seriously. We've been going through it. <laughs> we've been going through it. I'm saying we've been going through yeah, it. Yeah, I'm trying to take my job very seriously right now. Yeah, my life is a little crazy right now too. But it's been good. I've been I haven't traveled since Miami, which is good. I needed time to just be home. And I don't plan on traveling for a hot minute. I just need to be home. You had your, you had your little tour. Yeah, we had our little tour. <laughs> we're back home. And I wanted to actually... I know you posted something on Oomph Instagram mm-hmm. about what people oh, want to talk about. Yeah, I did I did a cute little good morning post. I have a, little, a lot of random videos that I just keep yeah. that I made. I just made a little good morning post. And we I asked what y'all wanted us to talk about. And y'all said a lot of like it, this, this. This shit ain't light hearted. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them stayed with me. Like they stayed in the back of my head, and I was like, I want to talk about these things. Life changing experiences. Sunny J H T X. Bit Crusher Design said San Diego. I don't know what that was about. Sadie Sadie Tibbets said the evolution of women's body to the male perspective. For example, males have been attracted to the hourglass figure for years. I thought that was so interesting. And how us women try our best to conform to that standard, even as young girls. 
Evelyn, Evelyn said the whole idea of how threesomes are not for all couples like Alba has been talking about on her Twitter a bit oh, lately. Seems like an interesting small segment. Somebody agreed. Somebody said Alba's family scary story. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know what, what? you said. I, I don't know. We talked about shit like that. My family's scary story. Probably on YouTube. You don't remember. Maybe. Jade Cannon said, can we talk about the stuff that they don't teach us in school? Taxes and investments. I like that. Savage Wish said, sex work. How it affects relationships and the ups and downs and careers, life after social media. I've been following Alba forever. I love this new direction she's Aww, going in. Thank you. And then lastly, Cubes Chris said, I would like to see you guys in podcast too, hopefully. Oh, like film. Eventually. We're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, eventually. <laughs> We're going to set up a new studio in our new... Uh, a studio, excuse me. Yeah. In our new living space. That would be fun. Bye. What I th- what I thought was like... I Something I hadn't really thought about was like men being attracted mm-hmm. to the hourglass figure for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And like how women feel. I wonder if that young woman studied like that kind of stuff in school. Because when I was in art school, it was a thing in art history. The male case. Isn't there a thing that has to do something scientifically with why men are attracted? I I heard I've heard some people say they like wider hips because it's like childbearing. Is that is there any like legitimate Cred- credibility? I don't know. Is there any legitimate, <laughs> you know, science to why men are attracted men that are attracted to women, why they are usually attracted to women with some type of curves? Yeah. Or is it just preference? I think it's a symbol of fertility. Yeah. Because when I look back at my the little education that I did have, <laughs> and we studied representations of art, that was kind of like what was done. A lot of like beautiful women were curvy. Like a lot of, you know, the Romans and the Greeks, and they would do like them little sundress looking at sculptures. They was thick. And the shit clung to their body. You yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't like a conservative outfit like so it's kind of like historical Mm -hmm. and how i don't know like i don't i have a weird stance on it because i haven't i'm not naturally a really skinny girl so it's not like i what are you i was looking at the thing your facial expression took me out Nelson just made the craziest <laughs> facial expression. <laughs> it was some like work computer ass facial expression. <laughs> work computer? I was just like, what are you staring at? I was oh looking, my I was, god. I was looking at the timestamp. <laughs> that was iconic. And then, okay. <laughs> and then. Oh my god. Um I haven't I've never been really naturally skinny. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I have like this photo of my pussy like out and about. I'm like transferring files. I've never been I'm naturally really, really skinny. So, I have been overweight at a point in my life. But as far as, like, not having that hourglass figure, I don't think I have, like, this, oh, my God, hourglass figure. Like, but I think I naturally have wider hips. I naturally have a smaller stomach. Naturally, you could say I have, like, close to an hourglass. Would you say that? Or am I being conceited? You're thick. To me, you're thick and you have um, an apple bottom. Like, I have a butt. Like, an apple butt shape. Yeah, but... <laughs> I think I naturally have a smaller stomach. Mm-hmm. It's tapered, yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, tapered. So, I feel like I've, I've never been, like, damn, I wish I was, like, I had more of an hourglass. I mean, obviously, now with surgery and everything, there's these expectations. 
And you're like, holy shit. Like, do I need to be more snatched? Do I need to have bigger hips? But as far as being completely off the spectrum, like completely off the spectrum, I've never really been there. So that's very hard for me. Like, I was like, that's so interesting. Like, I wonder women that are naturally very ectomorph. You know, I'm talking like Kate Moss looking bodies. Skinny. And naturally like skinny. Naturally very skinny, lean women. But wasn't that an era? Wasn't that like the 90s? But men were never not... Most men were never into that. Mm-hmm. There are some men who like that, though. I'm a big believer that there's always someone out there that's going to like you exactly the way you are. Whether you're overweight, whether you're super hourglass, whether you're fat, whether you're super skinny, like regardless of what you consider your body to be like, there's going to be someone out there that's going to like you for that. But as far as like the male gaze and what is considered, I guess, attractive in like what popular culture, it is that right now it's kind of that um, Kim K body, like that original, shall I say, like Beyonce, Jennifer Lopez type of like endomorphic, in fit, like fit type of body type. But um, I don't know. That's very interesting. That that's always been in with men. Always been in with men. Like always, I feel like for a very, like you said, like historically for a very long time. But there is like, you know, naturally really lean girls. And there is guys that like really skinny girls. And there is guys that like really big girls. But as far as like how we keep up with that and what women will do to go achieve that. I don't know. I think women go very far to try and achieve that. I don't know if all women want that because of men, though. But I think internally it's because of men, right? Or else why would you want to chase that? I, I think it's representation. Like visual representation. I, yeah, I agree too. Like you're being fed that. And you're consuming it. So when you don't have that naturally, like... And then I, I guess a lot of people are, are in that impressionable phase. Where they haven't assumed like autonomy yeah when would you say people are like resolved for the most part probably 25 so a lot of what young women in that bracket right before they're still developing and growing i've seen a lot of girls that are naturally really like ectomorphic and skinny once they start like eating more and like not, and I don't mean that I'm like a, you need to eat more. I mean literally just like they start, you know, just well, our, that's a really good example. I'm gonna bring up our friend Melissa. One of our really good friends just was telling us that she gained twenty pounds mm-hmm. in a span of like five months, mm-hmm. but she got thick, mm-hmm. like she got a a bigger butt. Like it looks good on her. Yeah, it looks good on her. I and mean, I told her, well, you've been going to the gym and you've been staying active and you've been fit. So the weight looks really good on you. Like you can't even, you wouldn't think this girl's unhealthy. If you saw her, you would think she has, she got thick. She has a nice body. She looks strong. Like, I feel like you can always tell when somebody's like just thick and then there's, you can tell they're strong. Yeah. No, she does look strong. She has a nice butt, you know, and she looks thick. And I guess you could say now she would fit into that thick kind of category. But before she was just a really slim, skinny girl. I remember where she had the, the waist. What is it called? That belt you used to lift? And I could not fit in it. I was like, girl, you're tiny. Like, she was really tiny. Oh, her... Her, 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 her lifting belt. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, you're tiny. When I first met her, which mm-hmm. was like over almost two years ago, I think. Or around two years ago. So, it's like... um I think a lot of girls are like... Let's say... I'm talking more of the ectomorphic girls. Because I feel like when you're... 
overweight, you don't fit that stereotype, but you have the curves. At least most girls that are overweight, because I've been there, you'll have something. Whether it be titties or ass, you'll have something, so it kind of makes up. You you don't feel like you don't have curves, for the most part. You know what I mean? Of course, there's, like, people that, women that just don't have really a butt or boobs, and they just have, like, you know, their stomach, and I could see how that's really like maybe exhausting mentally and could take a toll on someone's self-esteem if they're comparing themselves to these hourglass figures like in popular media especially now with like these fashion novel models which fuck having a natural hourglass like this is like you know plastic surgery enhanced you mm-hmm. know what i mean so i think a lot of ectomorphic girls that are skinny as far as like them trying to be hourglass or be having that pressure i think a lot of it just has to do with developing you're not really developed at 17, 18 years old. Even at like 20, 21, you're not developed. Like, I feel like once you're in that 25, 26 age bracket, you're fully developed. So if you're unhappy with your body and you're really young, you need to give it time. And I know people turn their head at surgery, but it's like you need to like decide you're either going to be cool with it and you're going to learn to love it. You're either going to change it and love it or, you know, like, my one of my friends, she tweeted, like, you're either going to go to the gym and work on your body and learn to love it like that. You're going to get the surgery you want and learn to love it like that. Or you're going to be cool with it and learn to love it like that. I, I love that expression. And as far as, like, doing it for the male gaze, that is so interesting. I never really... To me, it was just kind of like you said, representation. Like, this is what is... This is what looks good. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, she looks so good. J-Lo for me was a big one. Beyonce for me. Those were the bitches that I looked up to growing up. I didn't <laughs> have... I didn't have Fashion Nova models. What's like, that? I did not have these Fashion Nova models that were on my... I didn't even have a phone. I had a fucking... Do you remember that brick-ass phone? The Psychic? No, not the Psychic. Before that, it was like the Razor. Not the Razor. I wish. It was that big... Motorola? Ass... Nextel? Nextel. Ah! I think, no, Boost Mobile. Boost Mobile. Oh, my mom got Boost. My mom got Boost. I had a Boost Mobile. I texted her on on Mexican Mother's Day. She didn't get it. I was like, well, here's a screenshot. She has Boost right now, (laughs) friend. (laughs) (laughs) She means well. (laughs) No, I had Boost Mobile. Like, that was like my phone. We didn't have no apps, okay? Like, the girls that the bodies that were kind of thrown at me, shall you say, were Jennifer Lopez and Beyonce. Wow, I'm flattered. Those were the girls I used to look up to. <laughs> the high jump up? She has the range. <laughs> no, yeah, those were those were the girls that I used to... And you know, you know what? I'm kind of glad. It's interesting. I think that is, in my opinion, such a more realistic body goal. Mm-hmm. Because if you're an ectomorph, right? You know who I think is an ectomorph? And they put on weight and they got thick? Katia. Elise Henry. Mm. She, you could tell because she has very small arms. Um, and she's very long. So I, she looks long to me. So I feel like that girl is an ectomorph and she just eats a lot. You know, you know how ectomorphs, they could eat a lot to like be able to carry the thickness. Yes. Okay. Eating. I'm jealous. Eating his life. <laughs> Nelson with his extra large disciples. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so that's a, to me body types like a natural body type it's more realistic than like getting surgery done so it's very hard i i now do kind of that's why i like to be honest about like the surgery i got all my boobs it's, you know, it's like a responsibility i think i think so too i don't know should like 17 year olds be on social media like how do you 
it's an it's new it's Pan- like it's like a le- it's like a level of parenting that I don't think has been tapped into too much. Yeah. Like how do you parent your child on social media? Because before, like in my time, it was kind of just like these are superstars. Yeah. Get in the middle, you know, we won't say that. And I never again like when I was growing up and I was a teen. When I was 12 and stuff, I was, like, chubby. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got... I wasn't, like, heavily bullied for it, but I knew I was thick. I knew I was bigger. But once I was, like, a 14, 15-year-old, I, w- I didn't... I, I was cute. <laughs> like, in grew, the in grew, the retrospect You grew into society. the way. You grew yeah. into it. And in society, like, in high school and stuff, I wasn't teased. I I had begging. Is that the word? You, have you heard of that word? Begging? Like, you stuck? You no. stuck like grits? Have you heard of that? It's like a Mexican like slang for like a lot of guys would hit on me oh, in okay. high school. Begging. <laughs> I have a lot of little boys that like me. I had a little boyfriend. I had my little booty. <laughs> I had a little booty popping at 14 years old. Like my dad would jokingly call me J Lo. So no, you, it's not weird. You developed. I developed nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was a I was a cute ass teenager. Would you say you developed like really fast or you developed Yeah, I developed really fast. I was very uncomfortable with my boobs when I was like nine years old. I hated them. Oh really? I hated my boobs when I was nine. You had titties at nine? Yes. Wow. The range? <laughs> well, cause I got my period at like nine years old. I got my period at nine years old. I had a really weird, awkward face where I was like this chubby little teenager. I always had like the Wow, you've been menstruating for fourteen years? Fourteen? <laughs> I was like overweight, this chubby little 11, 9, 10 year old. My mom would do like these two braids on me that looked like La India Maria, the, you know, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I rest was in brown. peace, she's gone. What? Rest in peace, oh she, she died like a couple years ago. Rip, rest in peace. I was like very tan. Like, I wasn't teased a lot, but I knew I wasn't into the standards of beauty at mm-hmm. that age. I had that weird phase. And then I had like boobs. Like, these weird boobs. Because when you first start developing, like, you don't look... Your boobs are not, like, nice. If you're an awkward teenager or me kid with, like, these weird boobs that are growing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, it was, like, definitely a weird phase for me. And then once I was a teenager, I kind... Like, I had acne when I was, like, 9, 10 years old. Everything that I feel like a lot of girls go through when they're, like, 12, 13, 14, I went through when I was, like, 9, 10, 11. So it was weird. That those were my weird years. And then once I was at like 14, 15, oh, <laughs> pop it. The little butterfly. <laughs> I was out of my cocoon. And the I remember this one girl that bullied me. Bully. It's like when I hear the word bully, I I see like drastic. A kid getting pushed in a corner, you know, and like that's what I Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Even though I know now, technically, I was getting bullied, but like I, I'm not like severely impacted. Somebody by was like sizing you up. No, she was just like, "Oh, like you have pimples." And uh-huh. I was okay. You're evil ass. <laughs> but then in high school, oh my gosh, she broke out like terribly. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I remember. I remember. Sarah, Sarah, I remember you was making fun of me, and now I'm over my phase, and you got your little pimples now. But that I saw that happen. A lot of girls develop. 12, 13, 14, 15. And at that age, I was already like kind of fully developed mm-hmm. or like goodly developed. Wow. So it was interesting for me because during that time when it's like pivotal, I, you know what? That might be a problem why I don't have like high self-esteem issues and high confidence issues. 
because I feel like teenage years are so well important. I feel like when you're growing up, and I'm not trying to brag. I'm just being honest. I like to be very honest on this podcast <laughs> and like very like you know transparent and how I am with my friends in real life. I have my issues that I deal with. We all do, but like self esteem and confidence wasn't really one. I think now as an adult, it's, I don't think it's something that I'm like, oh my god. And I think it's because as a teen, I had good confidence. You know, and I think that that goes to say a lot. Like now, when I have a kid, if I eventually ever do have children, I want their teen years to go. I don't want them to like, what could you say, like get bullied mm-hmm. or have self esteem issues or confidence issues in their teen years because I feel like that could lead into adult life. Mm-hmm. Like, your, I think your teen years are very important. No, I agree. It's like, I, I think identity is like, it could potentially be like, not looked at in the parenting mode. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I still think that my mom had a lot to do with it. But now that I think about it, I'm like, well, I didn't really struggle a lot in my teenage years. I struggle with other things that still haunt me to this day. Like being in church and mm-hmm. like having to follow all of these rules and like not being able to express myself. I hit a lot. Mm-hmm. I hit a lot. And um, I performed a lot, too. You think it still follows you now, huh? No, I'm definitely tired. I definitely, like, don't do that anymore. I try to be a little bit more authentic. But I, I do protect myself. And I do think I rob myself of experiences. Because but, of it. But I, I don't know. I'm deciding and coming to terms that I'm cool with that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like growing from it. I think you just, everyone is going to go through a phase to answer that girl's question with like, how do you deal with that? I think you just have to go through it and you have to learn self-love through it. You know, because after high school, I gained weight. And I was in like. And you was fine. Apparently you didn't know. You, you weren't aware of it. I think I had like this body dysmorphia. You know, because I was this cute little teenager that was happy with the way I looked and whatever, right? And then I got married and I gained a lot of weight. And I think in my head, I still saw myself as like, I mean, I was, I was cute. I'm not saying I was ugly, I was weight, but like, I think I saw myself still like I did in high school. And then I had a photo shoot and I was like in shock. Which one? <laughs> Which one? I took some photos at Nicole's pool. Nicole. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I went to your point. We were taking photos. Oh, yeah, I was collabing. <laughs> <laughs> was there? And I remember being like, oh my God, like, who is this person? Who is this person? I had a moment like that, too. Yeah. I remember I took a picture of one of my friends and I looked like a tomato. I, re- <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, like, my head looks like a tomato. Oh Emoji. <laughs> no, yeah, I was like, I am so like unhappy with how I look in these photos I think that was like a what am I gonna do to love myself am I gonna want to change this am I gonna be cool with it and learn to accept it or am I gonna like get surgery or something for it so and you know what's let me say this it's not like I went home and was like I'm gonna lose weight and then I lost all this weight it took me time to decide that it took me time to like actually make the difference i knew i that in that moment i knew i wanted to lose weight but i didn't get to it until i moved to vegas but it was that moment that i knew i eventually wanted to lose weight does that make sense 
but I didn't. You, if you ask someone on the street, do you want to lose weight? Let's say an overweight person. A lot of them are going to say yes. That was my yes moment. It wasn't like my, I'm going to go home and lose weight and I'm going to make a plan like I did when I and do my research and see what I could do like when I moved to Vegas and I had the time to do that. But it was the moment where I knew that I wasn't happy with my body anymore. And even till this day, like sometimes I'm like, I wish I this, I wish that because now the the pressure keeps getting higher. Like when are we going to stop? Are we going to become IMVU dolls? <laughs> <laughs> hyper aestheticized but it's nice i like to remember like back in my day like beyonce and jayla are like gorgeous women i keep bringing them up because those were like my figures and they're they have natural bodies i have fake boobs they don't even have at least for what i know (laughs) who knows they probably could they probably could but there's a lot of women that you know they you don't have like you could have something you're happy with without i feel like in most cases let me say most cases getting plastic surgery because i think that's the extreme one no one really like will shit on someone for wanting to get healthy and go to the gym unless it becomes like a disorder there's a stigma yeah but like with plastic surgery there's a stigma there's a stigma because i and i i don't think it's a wrongful a wrong stigma either it's money it you're put if you come out and you you're like this person's body goals but you have like ten thousand dollars work done like of money worth done to your body to someone who probably never afforded that in their life, that's harsh. Like, that's, you know, you don't want to put people in a situation where they feel like that this is the type of body they want and they could never afford it or they can't afford it. Like, that's a tricky situation to be in. Like, what would I would have done if I couldn't afford my boob job? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a tricky situation to be in. Then you get into, like, the whole thing with ethics and the surgeries themselves. And people opt out into getting really cheap and questionable procedures. Yeah, we were talking about that too. That are like risky and they're that are um, life altering. I remember when I lived in Kansas City, my previous life. <laughs> in my I love previous how you life. say that. I love how you say in that. In my previous life, I um, <clears throat> I worked with this couple. They uh, they 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 were kind of like a power couple type thing the one the wife had a owned a salon with her husband and the husband was part of this um black entertainment group they called me up on a monday like i'll never forget it was like seven eight nine in the morning that window and they were telling me i, I can't remember how they initiated the conversation but it was like you available today like like are you trying to make money and he was like i want you to film a funeral I was like, okay, a funeral, like, so search uh, so, short notice, like, I wanted to make a little, a quick buck. So I go to this funeral, and I learned that the woman that died, died on a surgery table in Miami. She was getting a BBL. So it was kind of just like, I remember that, like, you know how they do, like, sermons? Or, have you been to a funeral? Like, a religious yeah, one? Yeah, I've been to a funeral. It's always, I've never been to one they, like that, though. They had, I remember the pastor being so condescending really? to, like, the woman that had died. And it was this thing, it was just, the they always read from the Bible some excerpt that has to do with what happened. So they were talking about like body image and like, it was it was really like ugly towards women. I don't know. Yeah, that, that, that was just me. I'd be rolling in my grave. <laughs> but yeah, the, the woman, I, the woman died on the table in Miami, like getting a surgery done. Like pe- that's happening. Do you know her. what she was getting? She's getting a butt, her butt BBL. done. Yeah, she was getting fat injected. I think. I don't know what that is. Yeah, BBL. Uh, 
oh god i don't want to do i touch this topic i'm not trying to be ugly about it i just have my strong opinions about it yeah i don't i don't think anybody should get anything cheap I feel like a lot of people love going to other countries to do shit too, and I was like, that's not the best idea. I don't think that's I. I legit have like my reasons. Okay, I don't think those are a good. I that's a good idea, because if something, God, whoever you believe in, forbid happens, and let's say you pass away, you go into like a coma, right? Something terrible happens. Could you sue? Could your family take legal action in a place like Mexico, in a place like the DR, in the place like Colombia? Can they? You as a U.S. resident or like, let's, I'm assuming, right? You, you live in the United mm-hmm. States. You go to one of these places to get work done. If your family can't do something to protect you, like, that is such a loss. Like, obviously, how do I explain it? Like, I don't know, because we, we were talking about how I'm very, like, justice if I had, like, my sister go out to, like, Mexico and, God forbid, she dies, I would want to do something. Like, this person needs to go to jail. This person needs their license taken away. There's, there isn't a reason why people need to be dying in situations like this. You know? Like, God forbid. I mean, and you know what? They have you sign that little thing that says you could possibly die. Mm-hmm. So it's just something to take into consideration. I've seen so many BBLs go wrong. That I'm just like, what is going on in the BBL world? Why are so many BBLs going wrong? And that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm so like, there are, I have a weird butt. (laughs) Let's go about this. I have a very wide butt. And I feel like it's kind of long and wide. It's plump. Like it's, you know, there's a a little curvature to it. But I would like it to be more, here we go with being picky and like the body dysmorphia and being ridiculous. I would like it to be more like plumpy looking, right? Towards the top. And I've, I've talked about this before with friends and I think with Nelson and like Ruben. One of the biggest reasons that I don't want to go through with the procedure like a BBL is because I find it so dangerous. I hear stories and not only that, the recovery is ridiculous. You can't sleep on your butt. You can't like... You know, so to me, it's just like... You have to shut down. You have to shut down and down. Like, I got, you know, my breast augmentation, and it it wasn't that bad. It was not that bad. And when people compare it to things like BBLs, a BBL seems, like, terrible. It seems terrible. I'm sorry. It seems absolutely terrible. To where I'm just like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'd rather look into some Vaser Lipo. (laughs) Like, you know... Something a lot smaller, you know, a little bit here and there, but nothing as extreme as that because I've heard so many people that pass away. In Miami, too. There's a doctor in Miami that, well, the lady, you're telling me she was from Miami, too? The the woman, the victim that I filmed in her funeral, yeah, she, she had a procedure done in Miami. <clears throat> and, I, and I just hear, Miami just sounds like a place that would be shady like that. It does sound like a place that would like be shady Like a lot of underground like doctors, rogue doctors, what the fuck you want to call them? Oh, and I know two very popular people that um they went to like an underground place and you would have never known mm-hmm. because their butts look nice oh really their butts look nice and like cardi b for example um i want to say that she got her shit done like in some little backyard buoy too <laughs> and people are always like but her should be moving <laughs> and iggy too i think when iggy first came on the scene from what people say is that a lot of these celebrities when they were on the come up they got their shit done in some little backyard boogie mm-hmm. but it looked really good and I think that's one of the reasons, too, why people go. Not only because it's cheap, but because they like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. 
So it's tricky. Like some people literally will say that the, that backyard shit looks better than an actual BBL from a license. Like a doctor. And you know what? I I don't think I'm not trying to be irresponsible with saying this. I'm just being like completely honest. Like if this is a friend talking to you in person. Some of those little booties, backyard booties, they really do be looking good. <laughs> and it's just like, what is going on? What is going on? Maybe, maybe like, <clears throat> there's no, there's nothing being taken out. And the what, what is this term you're using? Backyard boogie? <laughs> what are you even saying that? Booty? Boogie, backyard booty. Backyard? It's a backyard booty. <laughs> a backyard booty. Uh, what is it? There was, oh my God, I was watching a show. It was on Netflix. It was on my block or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like in Harlem and it was like very dancey and singing. I'm, uh, I, 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 okay, I know what you're talking you about. You told me about it. Jaden Smith is in it. And yeah, fuck. I, I don't think it's on my block, but I know what you're talking about. There's a woman that got a BBL and, it, and, and they show it and it's just injections. They, it's just, it, they insert it and yeah, they, they inject. Insert it. There's no like taking out of the fat. Yeah. But that material? What the fuck is that material? I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. The doctors certified. <laughs> is that an accurate representation? They need to, like, get something. I feel like... I don't know. It's a tricky situation. I don't want to say that looks as good as that, that terrible shit that they're putting in people's bodies. Because I've seen a lot of BBLs, too. Like, professionally dumb BBLs. Mm-hmm. And, like, the skin will look kind of lumpy. It'll kind of be cratery, kind of cellulite And it just confuses me. To me, it's like, I don't want to pay for that. Like I, I don't think people upkeep it. Like they don't want to gym and upkeep it? I don't think it. people upkeep it. That's terrible. I think if you get a procedure like that, you need to maintain it. I agree with you 100%. And you need, you need to sculpt it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need to go work it out. I agree with that. I think I completely agree with that. That's such a tricky situation to be into. It's just like a... I don't know. So much about bodies. Oh my god. Do you want to answer another question? Sure. <laughs> Which one caught your eye? Read, read um, the ones to me that kind of go with this topic. Somebody said sex work and how it affects relationships and the ups and downs, careers and life after social media. I like that question. Um, the whole idea of threesomes are number couples. You you felt really passionate about that. Okay, we'll talk about that since I like have my good feelings <laughs> on that. And it's very easy, too. I feel like I'm like, I know exactly how I feel about it. I do not think that all threesomes are for all couples, 100%. I've had multiple women tell me about experiences that they've had where they have a threesome and, like, it affects their relationship forever. Most women cannot handle a threesome. And that's just period facts. Sweetie, like, that's the thesis, that's the thesis, like, thesis, thesis. The, the, the thesis, you have to be okay, if you're okay, first of all, if you just have a little boyfriend, and y'all been together a year or two years, and you guys haven't talked about marriage, you guys don't know if you're gonna get super serious like that, you guys don't know if you're gonna be super monogamous for the rest of your lives together, have a threesome. If it ruins your guys' relationship, then so be it, right? You move on with life. Who knows if he comes back into your life? Whatever it may be. But if you've been with someone for a very long time, you know you want to be with this person forever. They tell you they want to be with you till the end of time. You've talked about marriage. You've talked about the whole nine yards. Be very careful when you 
bring in the topic of a threesome, you have to go about it if you really want to in a very like calculated manner. It could not just be because you want to make your man happy. If you go in and with that mentality, you are going to walk out of that room always remembering the image of your loved one fucking another woman. Like, you need to like that shit. That needs to turn you on. That needs to be something that you sexually want and you're going to be okay with your man fucking another woman. Like, if you're not into that and you're just doing it because you want to please him, you're going to be unhappy. And if he's pressuring you, don't do it. Let it be something that grows on you that you sexually want to do. And if you don't, then that's completely fine. I've seen it so many times where girls are like that it it's kind of fucked up the relationship because now they have that image of like their man literally like orgasming in another woman and like fucking another woman. This is a man you're going to be laying next to. You're going to be sleeping next to. Can you keep that image in your mind forever? And if so, then so be it and do it. Planet threesome. Another rule: it should always be a stranger. Though I don't even want to hear that. Oh, it's it always be, is it always be a stranger? <laughs> it should always be a stranger. I don't even want to hear that it's your friend. I don't even want to hear. It's tricky. I, I can that see it's that. an acquaintance. It needs to be someone you're never gonna see again in your fucking life. If it's a little party you're at and it's a girl you know that you know you're gonna see her every now and then don't do it don't do it even i've heard of this one couple that he hired an escort she hired an escort for her man and her beyonce <laughs> bitch that's not i'm just beyonce like that oh no i'm talking about beyonce oh. i'm talking about someone else a stranger that they this woman hired an escort for her and her her husband mm-hmm. the image of her husband fucking this woman is staying in her memory now and she hired someone I feel like I feel like the man has to be really freaky and the exchange has to be equal, right? Cuz you were saying like don't get pressured into it. Yeah, don't get pressured. You need to like it. Like you it, need to like that. Like I like if you ask something like if your man can ask you to do yikes at me not being in a relationship ever. <laughs> Talking about Stop. that? <laughs> still. still. <laughs> but like no, if 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 SO asked you to do something and then you was like, okay, well, can you do this Do this for me? And if he rejects that, that's yeah. not equal exchange. Yeah. And you need to, like, you need to like that. Like, I keep repeating that, but you need to be, like, sexually turned on by, like, your man being with someone else. Or else, like, it's going to fail. Like, you're not going to enjoy it. I'm a sex worker. I've done shows with other girls. Like, I've ate someone else's pussy out, Okay. And I know I cannot do that with my husband in the room. Like, I couldn't do it. He could watch. He's watched before. He's recorded before. But I, he couldn't be in there. Does that make sense? Like, he couldn't be a part of it. Mm-hmm. He could spectate. I don't mind him. I like him watching. Cool. That's hot or whatever. That's hot. So you, <laughs> have, you, have, your, you have your terms and you, you, you've laid them. I guess down. I have a little kink. He could watch maybe with another girl, but he can't join. Because if he does join, I'm going to be anal and have all these rules, and I don't want to do that. Like, you're not fucking. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're dicking going in her period. And then what if, like, she gives him head? I'm going to be like, did she give you better head than me? <laughs> you know, I'm going to be, like, 50 years old. Did, I you, did you like that bitch? I'm going to be, like, 50 years old. My friend, like, I still remember. You know what I mean? Like, and I know myself, and I'm okay with that. Like... And I know that he was never going to be, is going to want me to be with another man. 
And I'm okay with that. That's fine. Like, you know? So you have to be okay with the thought of your man fucking another person. If you know, but again, if this is if you're not like in a serious relationship like that where you're not a married couple or something like that, then fucking go for it. Like, who cares? Go for it, have fun. But if this is like, you know, someone you want to like have a life with, deeply consider it and I would say like set your terms. Like if me and Ruben ever did get to that, where I'm like, okay, let's see. I would definitely have him fucking her out of the picture. That's not gonna happen. Out of the picture. Yeah. What does that mean? Like he's not fucking her. His uh, dick's not going in. Oh. Yeah, and he's not eating her out either. Ah, <laughs> the way rules. Does it? Does it down? Does it? <laughs> like she just took him off. That's it. <laughs> I can't move for more than five minutes. Ah, my rules. That's why I think for us, just him watching is like good enough. Like <laughs> freaky enough. Free, freaky. Yeah. Freaky. Yeah. I don't know. That's a very interesting. It's very interesting. Maybe later. You know, this one time, this person told me, like, your interests change over time. Your tastes change okay, over redacted. time. Okay, <laughs> redacted. <laughs> that, like, you know, especially, I think, you even told me kinks and stuff of that nature. It grows within time. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Maybe at 50, I'm like, I want to watch room and fuck someone else. <laughs> okay, 50. You know, but as of right now, and I think that's that's important I mean I have like I have people close to me that threesomes have like almost ruined their relationships so it's something to consider deeply and it's not just something to spice things up you can spice things up so many different ways while being monogamous and monogamy isn't for everyone and we can talk about that another day (laughs) monogamy is not for everybody the bible tricked you into thinking the bible <laughs> Let me not bring the book into it. <laughs> Called out. No, but yeah, there's other ways you could spice up your relationship. What do you think? What about that? About this? Well, you can't really like relate like that. Uh, I don't know. I gay man. <laughs> <laughs> I I consider myself to be adventurous. Yeah. I've been in threesome before, and I enjoyed it. I think. It's something that requires a high level of communication. Mm-hmm. So it's, I personally don't think it's something that I would just give out like that. But I don't know. I think if I was, but not, I think if I was with somebody and we, we had our terms and we was able to tell each other, hey, we're going to do this. This is what we're going to do. What we're not going to do. I think we, I think we would play together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I haven't gotten to that yet. Who knows? Maybe I developed some sort of like possessiveness or jealousy that I haven't tapped into maybe men are different though I think men are different yeah just playing shit around (laughs) I think men are different yeah I think that like gay men or bisexual men could like easily be monogamous with someone and like have sex with other people and they'll they'll be fine women are more like we hold on to it more emotionally Mm -hmm. it's gonna be very hard for women to let go of it unless like I said that's her king that's what she's into I'm not into that. I don't fantasize about my man affecting other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it would be very hard for me to, like, let that image, like, I, I would have to have my terms. It would have to grow on me. I think men are different, though. I think that's why, like, a lot of, like, like gay men and bisexual men, like, don't really have a problem with stuff like that, I feel like, from what I've seen online and what you've told me. You guys are very, like, sexually adventurous and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Adventurous. Yeah. It's, it's more upfront. Yeah, it's more upfront. I think it's it's a it's more of an exchange. 
but it, I, people it depends because I've seen a lot of people complain like oh like um, dating is dead like you know what I mean because nobody wants to be monogamous so I think it's it's all over the place the water signs be like but, <laughs> but for, I think for the most part I think yeah I, I think we have that stereotype we, we're very like sexually all over the place something I think but I think potentially. like like for example like an example like Jeffrey and Nathan Jeffrey Sora and Nathan his boyfriend Nathan they have threesomes oh really I'm pretty sure they said they have threesomes oh what was that said in the documentary where she oh damn I don't remember much of it so I feel like like a monogamous gay couple probably has a better chance men at having threesomes than like a monogamous straight couple or a monogamous lesbian couple mm-hmm because I think you guys are more just like, not that it's serious about, like not jealous, I guess you could say, to that extent. Like sexually jealous. Well, I think women are very sexually jealous. Also, I mean, there's women that don't even like their men watching porn. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, every, you're in your right. If you don't want to have a man watching porn, like you're kind of in your right. Yeah. You're allowed to, to ex- feel. To express that discomfort. Yeah, you're allowed to like have those feelings. I think a lot of women want to be monogamous and do monogamy. I think men, a lot of men don't. So that's a very interesting thing about like human nature and stuff. I feel like when you compromise, you need to be like okay with things. I'm going to hold it down, babe. <laughs> No uh, that's funny yeah, like, i don't mind it really. it's like a it's like a it's like a hot topic too like people love bringing like i don't know there's such a fascination with it i'm never gonna forget the meme that said three times are just supervised cheating <laughs> supervised cheating. basically me like his fucking supervisor there <laughs> who knows maybe i'll grow on me i mean i'm not like super duper freaky but i'm not vanilla either to that crazy extent you know, I have my little kinks here and there Hentai? By me. Uh, oh, you did say that. I like hentai. So ah, yeah. Ruben was going in on you. He was. Okay. What's it, that? What's it has that? A thing to it. What's that called? King shaming. King shaming. King shaming. Oh my god. Um, how is being with the sex worker? Was one of the questions, huh? Oh, how it affects relationships and the ups and downs, careers and life after social media. The ups and downs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think. Me becoming a sex worker was more of a struggle than me being one. Does that make sense? Like the moment you did it, it was like a shock. I remember that. Okay, oh I remember that. Oh my god, that was so stressful. <laughs> like when you got hacked. Oh, when I got hacked. <laughs> when your Snapchat got hacked. The cowboy, like photo shoot. shoot. I remember that exactly. Oh, we were out in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Was nice. I was living my life, and then I got hacked. It was terrible. <laughs> Coming to terms with what I was gonna do was more of a was more hard with me and Ruben than actually just me doing it and becoming one and like now we don't really fight about it like um we don't really have arguments about it it's very like normal to us We're like okay Ruben I'm gonna go fail okay <laughs> I'm like okay I'm gonna like go with the dogs or I'm gonna go do this that's when I do like solo shows basically mm-hmm. and you know when he's gonna film with me I mean, it's funny sometimes. I'll be like, you need to get this angle. You need to get that angle. Sometimes we'll argue about angles. Because <laughs> he's just trying to fuck. And I'm like, no, we're making a movie. We're a movie? <laughs> we need it to look good. We need it to look sexy. You can't just fuck. We, and we film on scenes. That scenes. is one thing. Like, And I was telling like our friends this. You were there. When we will have sex without cameras, 
to keep it like what do you call that regular regular you know like a couple and it's very funny though when you like it's like a even though it's amateur porn it's still kind of a little mini production and like you have to try and get angles and it's from a work perspective it's really interesting i feel like in my opinion but as far as like struggles ups and downs ruben's not really jealous like that he just doesn't want me like doing anything um he's protective yeah, he's, he's cautious mm-hmm. he, he he i can tell he, he wants to be cautious about what you do my locations and kind of the people i surround myself with um i think that's it like he just doesn't like me being too like um chatty i think with people mm-hmm. he doesn't like me giving out too much information but he doesn't mind that like people watch me i don't think that bothers him at all i think ruben's always liked that i'm like like what's the word very out there with my sexuality and my body you know when he met me i wasn't like this innocent little girl i was a badass teenager <laughs> like i turned him bad girls do well i was the one that like like kind of got him to like open up with his sexuality oh really Mm-hmm. so i think women's always like that i'm kind of bad okay like some bad bitch <laughs> you know and he, he's, he's one of those people that like Oh my god, all these men want my girl. She's mine. Like, good. <laughs> like, very Aries about it type of thing. And he doesn't brag about me, I feel like. Or he doesn't... He just... I think it's an in, internal type of thing that he just doesn't mind it. He likes it. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. It's not even, it's not even a king for him either, though. It's just where, it, the personality character. Mm-hmm, it's just character. And how that fell into place. So it, we don't really have a lot of struggles, ups and downs. And it's interesting because I feel like people think that porn stars... Or, like, girls that work in the adult industry must have a lot of problems with their partner. And I I might go on a limb here and say that a lot of us have, like, really good relationships with our partners and our husbands. Because there's no secrecy to it. Like, it's this is who I am. This is what I do. And I feel like sexually, that's a lot of liberation there. You know? While I feel like a lot of times when you try and hide yourself or you try and change, you know, your partners, that's when there's problems serious problem so i don't know i guess that's what food for thought let it marinate let it marinate, let it marinate. <laughs> and then she was like careers and life after social media i don't know that's a very hard one you're in that right now i feel like i've been on social media for such a long time that i don't see myself going completely off social media anytime soon you've talked about retirement i've talked about retirement I would like to invest into something that's, like, tangible here in Las Vegas that I could, like, work from. Um, But I think I'm always going to be on social media. Of course, I want to have, like, my own little business venture aside of social media. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm always going to be on social media. I would like to work for a company with marketing before social media. Like, behind the scenes type of thing. I'm always going to be, I think, connected to social media, even at an older age, I think. So, if I could keep up. (laughs) Maybe managing somebody? Uh, managing talent? I would love to do, like, marketing. Managing talent. Which I was, I was close to doing that, huh? With what? Gatro. I mean, you were. Affiliate marketing. Mm-hmm. I was going to do that for her. But I got really busy with, like, my work. <laughs> my premium shit? Your life took off? Uh, your, but, your, your new chapter took but off? But, yeah, I mean, I would like to have my own business. I mean, I kind of do right now. But I would like to have something more tangible. Maybe open something. I want to open a Dunkin' Donuts so bad. You really stand that place. I love that place. 
opening <laughs> of Just pulling up my hair, guys. It's me. Give me my order. Make it pink. <laughs> I really want to. And I mean, I would like, I technically invested already into a home. Well. <laughs> I would maybe like to invest into more property, but it's not as easy as it sounds. These moves. No, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I like the idea of it. I, I, I like the idea of the passive income and having renting. It's a lot. It, yeah. It's not as easy as it sounds. There's a lot of money that has to go into it. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm always going to be on social media. I mean, obviously, once I'm at like 50. <sighs> That's a different story. Well, grown? But I feel like my 30s and my 40s, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm on some mom shit. <laughs> on social media or like working with a different company mm-hmm. what about you what, what about with me what am i what, what am i doing the, the question. <laughs> i mean i'm not a sex worker um i've considered it but i don't know oh like life after social media do you think you're gonna <sighs> lose <laughs> that dude shit. You, want to talk about that? Um, you know what i've been doing social media work for what three years three, mm-hmm. two and a half years my brain's changed yeah mm-hmm. you could see yourself completely detached from it i have my moments where i want to disappear yeah and go like get on a plane and go somewhere where it's like palm trees and it's <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot I, I i i think it's great i feel like there was a moment where i really really wanted to do a lot for myself as far as my own what would you call that branding mm-hmm but um, I sacrifice a lot of that because I, I I work for other people and uh, multiple other people. And uh, I'm at a point where I can't enjoy a screen like that anymore. Like watch. I can't binge watch TV. I can't. I don't know. Like go to go to the movies very often. Like I need to I need to do other things that are not digital or screens anymore. I feel like you would need a break. Yeah. Before you tapped into that again. You would need a nice little hiatus. Mm-hmm. Yadis hiatus. Hiatus. Oh. And I mean you legitimately work social media for like a dispensary company. Mm-hmm. That's like big. And it's stressful. I don't think people realize that it could be so stressful sometimes. Like, it's funny when people think that a lot of, like, these IG girls, like, are on their phones checking Instagram. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. They posted their picture. They post and go. And they go because it's honestly, like, debilitating at times. No, oh, yeah, it's like. a lot. It's a lot. I feel like I, I ha- I'm i working on that, on my relationship with my phone. I, I feel like I don't take a day off. I don't think I take a day off either. And it's annoying. I mean, I have, like, you know, we have our moments, but... Mm-hmm. Like a full day. Like, t- when was the last time you turned off your phone? Oh my god! <laughs> and it's not even. It's really not even because of like an addiction. For me, it's my work. Yeah. I need to be promoting. Swipe up. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I I like to consume content. Oh, I, I'm, oh I'm 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 figuring that one out. I like Twitter. But it's very it's Twitter. very easy to be like, okay, let me check what's going on on like my job's Instagram. Yeah, because it's just a switch, you know. No, yeah. And then technically, you're you're working, you're you're thinking and analyzing and doing things for that. Your work. Yeah. So I don't know. I would like to. I I, I couldn't take another social media job. I think I'm. I may get to a point where I just need to focus on one. But I do. I do miss taking photos. I do miss doing actual like video, like actual content creating. I feel like now I just I have to like talk to like people meetings like really corporate like office style kind of all over the place with yeah. what you do now it's all social media but it's like a lot of different aspects like how do i make more money like sales driven 
Like we we used to make apparent. I've been hearing rumors. Apparently, our my dispensary used to make three million dollars a month. Jesus Christ! And now we make one point two, and they're like, we need to we need to try to compete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to compete. You're working uh, on a billboard. Yeah. Uh. They're asking me to do like billboards and stuff. They're asking me to to talk to advertisers. Oh, I'm not. I've, I've never done any of that stuff. So that's why I'm kind of just like that's why I'm, I mean like I want to take my job very seriously. You're being resilient. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, uh, you're onto something. I try, I try. Yeah. I feel like I don't give myself enough credit. Yeah, credit? you don't. Credit? <laughs> yeah, that's, I think it's not really like you. You're depending on social media. Like you do your own thing. You have a in real life job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I try. We're forgetting that. No, I'm yeah, it's lying. it's a job. It's a new skill set. It's a very new skill set, and it's hard because a lot of people in power, a lot of people that are employers, are older. So you try to make an argument, you try to validate what you do and try to get a raise. <laughs> They're so stingy. Yeah. Companies are just so stingy. You just have to like be there long enough and like show them. But as far as like careers wise, like I, w- I would like to work on a movie. I want to pursue my own like that creative part. work, you know, detach a little bit from the screen, actually be in the field. <laughs> I've been shooting. I've been yeah. having my little moments, my little emo moments. <laughs> Like, I miss making work for myself. Because <laughs> I used to I used to be, like, in art school, and it was like, you, if you don't make work, you, you're going to fail. <laughs> and it, so it's now it's kind of like, if you don't make work, you don't eat. It's different. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> you don't eat. You're not going to eat. So, yeah, oh it's, like, it's like a thing, like, classic working artist, artist working nine to five type shit. I feel like you're always going to be, like, a working artist in a good way. Mm-hmm. No, no, I take pride in that. Yeah, yeah. I take pride in that, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You could always... I just want to get to a point where I'm not working, like, three jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I see you being kind of like a freelancer who also does work for himself, though. Yeah. But like, hope, a successful way. I hope somebody's hearing you. <laughs> No, somebody's here. Oh my god! No, I like, I like, I like what I've done. You don't give yourself enough credit. I like what I've done. You're like 23, <laughs> and you're working like for a dispensary, making billboards, bitch. Uh, I dropped out. 23, I was like in Jimmy John's. <laughs> I dropped out. Oh my god! That that one always brings me back. Like you're a dropout. Like chill out. <laughs> Today, Ruben, like you got your GED. <laughs> Oh my god! Me. Me. It's so funny because I feel like people don't really know about Ruben like that. We need him to come on with the other <laughs> podcast and talk about himself. He has a little impressive high school like resume. Oh really? That man had like amazing. Oh, he's race. smart. Yeah, he's Ruben's smart. I, I forget. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, Ruben got really good grades. Mm-hmm. He got accepted into like all the universities he applied into. He got a full ride scholarship. Mm-hmm. Very, very intelligent. Like mathematically intelligent. Yeah, well, he's basically the CFO of everything I do. Okay. <laughs> His title? Chief Financial well, Officer. Literally, well, when we went to go get the car, the guy was like, So, what is it? Like, what do you guys do? I hate that question so much. Oh, I, it always uh, confuses me too. I'm like, uh, what, what do you do? And I'm, I'm like, like, I work for myself, marketing. I work on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I work for myself on marketing online and social media. So he like wrote in our little company name and he asked her, well, what are you doing? He's like, well, here we go. <laughs> here we go. He's like, well, I do all the accounting and the numbers for like the business. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, so CFO. I'm like, okay, there you have a title. Oh, nice. The CFO. Oh, okay. So yeah. somebody like blessed yes, you. Yes, he blessed him with the title. Um, baptized you with the title. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben's a really good accountant. Yeah. Like the numbers to everything. 
is like amazing. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he's that's a good, good accountant. That's good. The taxes. I, I I would love to get to a point where I can just hire somebody to do that. Be like, yeah. listen. He was going to school for that. <laughs> <laughs> he was literally going to school to be a CFO. So he basically does all the CFO for us. So he's really good with numbers. He got accepted into Hella University. Mm-hmm. So he always brags about it. <laughs> and it's you know he he like completely gave up his fluoride. For you. Ah, no, yeah, I, I remember, the head ass. I remember. I remember, and I was just like, let me not opinionate on these people. <laughs> that was so head ass. I I remember we were um. He's so cute about it. We though. were we were in Houston, I think, when that decision happened. Was it? Were we? No, it no? probably would have been happened, but what he could have he could have gotten it back. He could. I think in Houston he still could have fixed it. Mm-hmm. But also, this happened before. Yes, oh, when we okay, got right. married, we were eighteen years old. Okay, Ruben had a full ride to UCR Riverside. Okay, and he didn't go. He dropped out. Wow. Like the first year, he dropped. Not even the first semester, he dropped out because we got married and he wanted to be with me. Wow, Bay. I mean, he did have <laughs> plans. He did have plans. We were so stupid. Don't ever do what we did. <laughs> Uh, he did have plans to go back to school and everything. Yeah. Those were his plans originally, but it just, we, life happened. I remember when you told me you guys shopped at Fairfax and you were broke after. Jesus. <laughs> That's why I talk about this. <laughs> but if you, if you, like, ask Ruben about it, he's not resentful or anything about it. He's very, like, I mean, you, you, he's very proud of you me. You came back, you came back like, yeah. hard. Yeah. Came back. I love that. <laughs> You bounce back? <laughs> no, you guys always had an entrepreneurial spirit, I think. Yeah. Like, y'all you, you weren't, y'all like bombs. He's very, <laughs> yeah, he's, Ruben was very supportive of, like, my little ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, the contact lenses, candy jelly eyes. Wow, the vision? You <laughs> fuck with the vision? <laughs> they fuck with the vision? <laughs> 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 I hate that. I love that. No. Yeah, it works. I, I, would, I would love to be, like, in, like, some sort of power couple type shit. Uh, like, how are we going to make money together? I mean, you have an opportunity, <laughs> but it's, you ain't married and you still find someone. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. It's cute. I don't think people understand, like, what a lot of these Instagram boyfriends and Instagram husbands, like, what they do. It's very vital. Mm-hmm. It's very vital. There's production values? Like, you know, Sebastian. <laughs> this shit isn't like, the, the popular ones, I guess, like Sebastian and um, John and Steven. Like, these men are doing the editing, probably the numbers, the deals. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot. You usually would have to hire someone for that. Why not the person that probably has your best interest? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's sweet. Yeah, you have to get him on the show. <laughs> on the show. One of these Rooms? days. Talk shit. Uh, where are we at? Are we at an hour? Mm-hmm. Well, that was a long show. Long torture. I needed that. I, needed that. I had some things to say. I had some that meme of Wendy Williams. Which one? I'm going to drop acid and drop some... Uh, wait. I hate that. My drop some acid and drop some tea? Oh, my God. Tea. We'll be back. I'm excited. It's EDC week. Yeah. I just, I have to haul ass. We didn't even think about that. Holy shit. We I, didn't even talk about that. I have to haul ass. And then we have to haul ass. We have to haul ass big time. And then we'll enjoy ourselves Friday. <laughs> Here we go. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, we shall talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye, guys. Engage with us on yes. Instagram. Let us know what you want to hear. Sorry at about. Oomph Podcast. You can, you can DM the page. Let's do that. You can DM okay, the yeah. page.
Then um is for one of my followers too. I just thought I would say that. I'm like, what the fuck is um? Hey, um? um? <laughs> one of my followers. Yes. Ah. One of my followers. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>